Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. This is the best of the Joe Show, running back some of the best audio you've heard on this radio station over the past 24 hours. Hello and hi, I am Dan Day, and rain, rain, go away. Come again another day. It seems like it's been raining for five days now. My feet are still wet from the walk I took last night in North Beach. Why was I walking in the rain? I don't know. I get into weird stuff sometimes. Going to get wet in just a few minutes with the Joe Rose Show. They are talking basketball with John Crotty, Heat. They have an exhibition game coming up later tonight. The Dan Lebetard Show pays homage to Cashew Chicken, which is already getting me hungry just saying the words Cashew Chicken. Then Hawk and Crowder, it's all about the U. Right now, it's all about the headlines. Bam Adebayo and Kendrick Nunn are cleared of COVID-19 and rejoined the Heat in the NBA bubble. Miami scrimmages the Kings tonight. The Marlins blew a seven-run lead in the eighth last night, losing to Atlanta on a walk-off home run by Matt Adams in the ninth. The two are playing another exhibition game now with the Marlins leading 4-2 in the fifth. American Heritage's James Williams has committed to the U. The five-star recruit is considered the top athlete prospect in the country. The Dolphins and second-round O-line pick Robert Hunt have agreed to terms. Miami's entire rookie class is now signed. Former Heat forward Justice Winslow will not play for Memphis this season due to a hip injury. Miami received Andre Iguodala, Jay Crowder, and Solomon Hill in the trade for him earlier this year. Inter-Miami CF defender Christian McCoon has revealed he was the player who tested positive for COVID-19 in June. Inter is eliminated from the MLS, is back tournament, and awaits the restart of the regular season. And now, let's go ahead, let's take a step into the day spa. <sighs> After making public pleas for its return, thieves recently returned a 300-pound concrete pig to an Oklahoma City restaurant. See, there's still some good people in this world. Sort of. A Utah animal shelter reunited a cat with its owner after 10 years. The owner was extremely happy and excited while the cat was like, Meh. A couple recently surprised wedding guests when they showcased an X-rated topper on their wedding cake. I'll take four pieces, please. Burger King will change their cow's diet in an attempt to curb their farting, thus lowering greenhouse emissions. I support this anti-fart platform. A Delaware pizza parlor owner recently successfully defended himself against the machete-welding assailant, the one that he used to defend him? One of his own pies. Pizza, what can it do? Now on to weather. Tonight's forecast, rainy with temperatures around 80. As I just mentioned, 
The Heat, The Kings, Orlando Bubble, Exhibition Game. Never did you think you'd be so excited to see a Heat Exhibition Game or hear a Heat Exhibition Game, but we all are. So, Joe Rose Show caught up with John Crotty talking about the bubble's been good. Heat culture. Thoughts on the starting five for Miami and what the team's rotation will look like and what's the call going to be like at a very empty and vast American Airlines arena. John Crotty getting ready to go to work at American Airlines Arena for a little game tonight between the Kings and the Heat. John, good morning. How you doing, buddy? Big Joe. Excited, man. Excited to see some orange ball bouncing out there, man. It's been a, it's been a while. The bubble has been better than advertised so far from yeah. the start of this thing with, uh, with the guys following the rules and regulations and really not bitching much. No, I mean, it's great. I, I Look, I think the NBA has done a tremendous job creating that environment. And, and look, it, it may arguably be the safest place in America right now, right? I mean, once you get right. in there and you've gone through the various protocols, just the, the fact that everyone else in there is adhering to it, they're you know they're keeping their feet to the fire of, of making sure that they're doing all the right things. And, uh, you know, I, I think uh, those guys are uh, going to be the safest, I think, right now. And hopefully, uh, you know, we'll, we'll start seeing that reduce uh, in, in our lives every day too uh john the other thing is it was good to see that uh out of bio bam's back and and kendrick nunn also back yeah. with the team is that going to take a few days to work them back in what do you expect yeah, I think so. I think that's, uh, you know, that'll be a, a top priority for Coach Spo is to get those guys, gradually work them in, you know, don't want to create a situation where you have a, an injury and a setback, but, you know, to have two starters, Bam, who, you know, was an all-star this year and, you know, I think is, is going to get the most improved player award uh, just based upon his dramatic step up this year. Uh, they need to get those guys back to, to make the run. There's a lot of different compelling storylines, though. I mean, with Myers Leonard uh, healthy again and, and ability to come back in and, and stretch the floor. Remember when the Heat played their best, he was the starting center right. along with Bam, you know, more at that power forward. And then you got Tyler Hero, the, the young hot shooting uh, rook with his ability to come in and, and really ignite the team. And, and there's a lot of firepower uh, coming back. I think the Heat's one of the Heat's greatest strengths with that trade with Iguodala and, and, and whatnot too is, is going to be their depth, Joe. So it's there's there's a lot of different things to look at with this team. There was no bitching or moaning or groaning. It was like, let's Let's go play, man. This is <laughs> right. going to be fun. There was just no drama. Like the culture kicks in again. I know it gets people are going, oh, don't don't hit me with that culture crap again. But they're probably like, if you're just on a team like, hey, we got a chance to win this. The Heat seem to be one of those teams. Like their their attitude is unbelievable. No, that's a it's a great point. There's a lot to be said for that. I think you know you you of all people understand that. To me, it's 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 a mental toughness. It's a it's an edge that you you develop in this team and this and this franchise has always brought that guys who have a bit of a chip on their shoulder and who play hard and and you said it drama free and and that those teams to me are going to have the best chance to be able to maybe prize. You know, some of the teams that are, are the favorites, uh, so to speak, like the Bucks or the Lakers. You know, if you can come in, keep the drama down, stay mentally tough, and just execute your plan. This is a sprint, Joe. I mean, it's eight yeah. seeding games, three scrimmages, eight seeding games, and then, bam, right into the playoffs. You know, you, you could lose a key player very easily to an injury. We've already seen that happen. Uh, so, as an example, tonight we're playing a, a Sacramento Kings team who will be without the Aaron Fox, their point guard who, who rolled an ankle, and uh, another guy uh, by the name of Marvin Bagley who hurt his foot. And, and you know, that, that can happen. And unlike... 
you know, your typical season where guys will have time to recover. Here, you know, not so much. By the way, you, you got a pretty good feel as you get ready, and I know Spoh's probably not exactly sure what he's going to do yet, and I know you guys talk to him. You got a pretty good feel for starting five and how deep once everybody gets back in shape, how, how far he'll go uh, on the bench? Honestly, not yet. I, I think I think the purpose of these scrimmages for, for Coach Spo is he's going to try to play as many guys uh, as much as right. possible um, and, and really use them to you know kind of break everybody in and into game shape. I think he'll have to tighten up the rotation as, as we get to the to the regular uh, seeding games, you know, to a, probably a nine-man type rotation. But I think he'll go he'll go 10 12 deep here over the next you know three scrimmages just he's gonna have to you know make some really interesting decisions again on who's gonna start and then some of the combinations that he wants to play coming off the bench because of this this depth there's a lot of bigger wings on this team now with the addition of Andre Iguodala and Solomon Hill Derek Jones in there as well so there's just a lot of different moving pieces and he's got to find out you know who who can play well together and and who doesn't when the season does start we look at limited minutes for for a while or is it just you got to win every game and go with your best or I know they got a couple teams right behind them I I don't think you think they're looking at when coaches get together they look like who do we want to play in the first round or hell let's just go for it win as many games I don't think so, Joe. I, I don't think so. I mean, look, the Heat are blessed in that they're locked into like a fourth to sixth seed. They're not playing for their, you know, no, proverbial, right. uh, you know, playoff lives, right? So they they don't have to max out their, their star players every minute. I, I think that's also important because it'll allow them some time to get into rhythm and, and get into flow. But, you know, look, the, the, the matchup, matchups, which, you know, right now they would be matched up with the Indiana Pacers, but I think the Pacers are really going to probably drop down based upon some of the personnel on their side, I think not being able to play. You know, Victor Oladipo, it seems like, may not be able to go, or um, you know, he's one of their stars, obviously. And but you know, it could be Boston, it could be Philly, you know, uh, if it's not Indiana. So there's there's some really interesting, compelling matchups. And you know, you look at a team like Philly as an example, who was one of the best teams in the league at home, but just absolutely struggled at, on the road. And how are they going to take their game, you know, into Orlando? which is obviously a more of a neutral site. And can they, you know, perform at a high level? They got the talent, but, you know, they've, they've got volatility and some character uh, issues at times over there to me with some of those guys who are immensely talented. And then you got Boston, to me, who could challenge uh, the Bucks as well for, for rain, you know, raining coming out of the East. So uh, it's it's an interesting uh, run here. I'm, I'm, I'm really excited to see what uh, transpires. Uh, have you started thinking about tonight being American Airlines uh, Arena with just a handful of you it's- guys? calling the game and what it's going to be like you and Eric yourself in that big ass American Airlines arena it is so weird Joe we were over there yesterday kind of doing a walkthrough we have a plexiglass between us and we're sitting like six feet apart and we got masks on when we're you know we're trying to talk through masks half the time we have cameras set up in different locations and then our our stand-up stuff we're six feet apart as well we're trying to figure out what works and what doesn't and the radio guys are we sit and we're sitting in our same area which is courtside and the radio guys are directly across the court and we actually can hear them at times talking so it's because it's so big and quiet it, it's it's really unique and we'll be broadcasting off a you know a 75 inch monitor which is not normal right because you can't no. see the entire court you're just seeing the, the feed that's coming in so it, it's going to be interesting and challenging that way but it's just it's just it's just phenomenal to be able to get out and call games and, and, and get sports playing again yeah oh boy it's like therapy no question about it. hey john uh, i wanted to ask you you're real tight in the acc 
and a lot of people don't yeah. know that. I know you're good friends with uh, with Mr. Swafford, uh, who's about ready to retire, by the way. Uh, what, what are your thoughts on what happens with football? It's concerning. Uh, you know, having talked to some of the folks there, they're, you know, they're looking at various scenarios of no fans, partial fans. Um, you know, at one point they were thinking they maybe could get you know, have, have a full house. I, you know, I think the chances of that happening are, are none. Um, football at all right now with the with the spike that we've had throughout the country, I think is is really in jeopardy. Yeah, you know, right now I think uh, they're looking at a at a no fans you know situation and and just trying to figure out safety protocols on how to keep the different athletes safe. Every school has has had their uh, their own policy of how they've done this and how they're bringing players in, and you know a lot of them are taking them and putting them in in various. Um, areas to stay, pulling them out of, out of different, uh, you know, the different housing areas they would typically live in and keeping them all in one area and trying to right. trying to keep them sequestered, so to speak, and healthy. And it's really hard to tell, Joe. I mean, I, I think, you know, we're, as much as we're seeing the NFL and, and maybe the struggles they're having, you know, you, you turn around, you look at college and, and they're, you know, Even younger worse. guys, younger yeah. men. Right. It's t- much tougher. I mean, guys are coming and going. They don't have families. They're going to be meeting and, and being with a lot of different people. So it's, uh, it's, it's crazy that way. And I don't know how they are going to jump you know, right into games. I think it's going to be really challenging. Just a follow-up, could you see them moving the sliding it back a little bit, giving it some time, see if they can't play in October? Would that surprise you? I think that's a possibility. Yeah, I do. I mean, I, I think, look, if they can, if we can, obviously, from the virus perspective, calm it down and, and, and get it oh, to a plateau bit. a bit, yes. but Man, you know, just the, the idea of, of going into a, a giant stadium and having anybody in there, and you know, one person has it, and how do you how do you, how do you contain it? It's, it's I mean, it's daunting. I see the big guys nationally beating the hell out of it. Who's the MVP for you as of right now? And I know what LeBron did in his last couple of games against Kawhi sure. Leonard and a Greek freak, but. Who should be the MVP? I still like Antetokounmpo. Uh, I, I think uh, he's been able to do with this team. They 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 are the best team in the league from a record perspective. Um, you know he's he's leading team in every major category from an offensive perspective, scoring, assists, rebounding. On the defensive end, he's a huge factor there, blocking shots, making plays in terms of getting deflections and steals. He leads them there, too. Uh, you know, that team does not get to where they are without him. And, I, you know, this is a big year for them. I, I mean, when you when you look at someone's career and that, that narrow chance to, to win a championship, and, you know, the Bucks are one of those teams where this is their, you know, this is really their opportunity, and, and they need to take advantage of it. And he's a huge, huge part of that. And I've been, I've been just impressed with him as a person, too, because, He's a guy who's continued to work and grow and yeah. um, just seems to get better every year. You've heard everybody, LeBron, Magic, LeBron, LeBron's the MVP. His coach came out. He wanted to give every award to the Laker players, every every one of them. <laughs> I mean, it's like, I'm just overdosed on the Lakers, man. It's like, all right, they're going to get like, ESPN. Everybody that works on ESPN must have got some memo. LeBron's the MVP. Like, so. Yo, he's, I mean, he's amazing, and he's awesome. Yeah, and what, he, and what he's doing at his age what he's doing in his age too i mean it, you know that's look that to me is not part of the equation when you look at the mvp right it's it's about you know what you're doing to help your team and, and help your teammates and, and how's it translating and but what he's doing at 35 is just it's amazing i mean he's he's transformed that team and helped make the players around him better he's he's you know he's bringing a more of an accountability and work ethic there that they've lacked over the last few years, and, and uh, you know, they're blessed to have them, to be honest. We may never see another body like that in the NBA that can run and oh, jump and as durable as he's been. You are absolutely right. John, thank you, buddy. Really appreciate it. Looking forward to seeing what it's going to look like tonight, man. So thank you. 
should be interesting. Should be interesting. Thanks for having me, Joe. Time is ticking on LeBron, so this NBA restart should be interesting. Of course, we've got culture on our side, so we're going to make it very interesting. And, yeah, that's kind of the word for all sports. But especially with this NBA restart, I want to remind you, 8 o'clock tonight is the tip of the Heat and the Kings from the NBA bubble exhibition game. Pre-game will start on our sister station, 790 the ticket at 7 o'clock leading you up to the game, then post-game. The whole, hate to use it, nine yards or, I don't even know, all the baskets, all the dribbles, all the sounds will be on 790 the ticket. Of course, we'll keep you posted right here on 560 WQAM. Next, we got Dan Levitar doing some important stuff. I really do feel like we have to uh, erect a monument to him or something. Cashew chicken is amazing. No one disputes oh. this, right? No, this this is not something to be disputed by anyone. You get no arguments from me. Tasty Dan Levitard, five minutes away on the Best of the Joe Show. This is the Best of the Joe Show, running back some of the best audio you've heard on this radio station over the past 24 hours. I am Dan Day on Twitter at Dan Day Radio, and you know what the song in the background means. It is hump day. Red Hot Chili Peppers, hump the bump. Let's get over the hump. Yeah, we're getting over the hump the rest of this week. Going to be smooth and easy. Evidence that it's going to be smooth and easy. Dan Lebetard up to his old tricks. Calling up my man, Bill Walton. He meanders and saves humanity at the same time. Seriously, Bill Walton does not need a question to give you a very long answer. Psychedelic warrior. And then you get to hear a very nice homage to cashew chicken in fact let's hear some of this cashew chicken talk it's gonna make both you and i so so hungry we have uh bad news to share with the audience i know chris cody will experience this the way that i did the man who invented cashew chicken has passed away at 99 years old he's a u.s vet uh from china uh he's uh someone who lived in missouri the last years of his life 99 years old i really do feel like we have to uh erect a monument to him or something cashew chicken is amazing no one disputes this right no this this is not something to be disputed by anyone i would say now i i think people would dispute this dan i agree with you uh, we should erect a monument for this person, the creator, the inventor of uh, cashew chicken, because it is my favorite chicken on the Chinese food menu. But I think people would argue that General Sows probably is the most popular chicken. Some people would say chicken and broccoli. Some people would say sweet and sour. Some people would even say honey sesame chicken. Honey okay. chicken is the right. best of all yeah. of the Chinese chickens. Put it on the poll. Put it all on the poll, Guillermo, at Le- show. Not a whole lot of people. The healthy might say something about chicken and broccoli, but uh, that chicken and broccoli is a different category from the honey chicken and the cashew chicken. Are we all unsure on how to pronounce that? Is it General Sows or General Sows? It was General Chow for me for a while. Okay, great. Yeah. 
Excellent work out of you. Got it. I think that's one of the. Options. I don't think that's something that you should be. I know how to pronounce Chow. Well, I mean, that's just you know when I was growing up, going to the Golden Palace in Port Washington. That's the way I would pronounce I mean, it. You're an expert. How do you pronounce it? I don't have General Chow. Uh, Tows, so is Tows, it? Tows, I don't Tows, know. I, mean. I I don't know how to pronounce. Uh, the days that. of me arrogantly correcting people on how to pronounce things are over after yesterday's queen. I pronounce bit. it honey chicken. Is yeah. how I pronounce it. <laughs> I pronounce it cashew chicken. I pronounce it. Uh, Chicken and broccoli, but you cannot put chicken and broccoli in the class with all those other decadences. You just put it in you know, like chicken and broccoli does not. It it is a it is a lower tier of Chinese food. All right, that's fair. So are we saying the top tier is the honey garlic chicken, the general sows chicken, and and chicken and cashews? Because we got to find out if we're pronouncing this wrong. Let's find out how to pronounce uh, the general uh, general uh, Tao's chicken is the same. <laughs> it's kind of the same as honey chicken. Is it not? It's right in well, the round. We'll look it up. But what's your final answer? Honey chicken is my no, final answer. On how to pronounce General Tao's chicken dishes because Mongolian beef would like a seat at this table. Uh, Mongolian beef is going to have to sit at another table. This table is segregated. I'm sorry. We this is the chicken table. There's no beef allowed at this table. Yes, Tony. How did we forget orange chicken, which is a big component wow. too? It's but a good one. Isn't it? That's not in the honey chicken family. I feel no. like all of these fried chickens, they, these uh, these balls of fried chicken. Are the same i go sweet and sour over orange chicken by the way that is the chicken that you want now how about the chicken because i love the chicken that you put in lettuce wraps i don't know what we call it but when it has those w- a little cold white flakes that go along with it, it's delightful it's pronounced general so uh yes roy definitely teriyaki chicken there dan oh wow, wow. okay now, wow. now now we've got a mess we've got a mess on our hands and we need to clean it up i feel like that belongs in the chicken and broccoli division i mean i don't know about you it is it's a second tier Wait, of healthier we non-fried thing were we just doing asian food or chinese food because teriyaki isn't that japanese just to take this back to a, a subject earlier, all these different varieties of chickens is exactly why malls will thrive. Because until Bezos figures out how to give away all these chicken samples when you're browsing shoes <laughs> online, he's not going to put malls out of business. Where do you set the over-under, Mike? Uh, Stugatz does not get to set these things. You set it at what number? Give you an opportunity for a push. Three. Bike for humanity. I once had Bill Walton on stupidity. I didn't ask him a single question. He went on for 42 minutes. I mean, uh, he's the best. Yep. Bike for Humanity 2 takes place this Saturday, July 25th. If you want more information, you go to bikeforhumanity.com. Uh, this is very exciting. We're always very excited when Bill Walton makes an appearance on the show. So, Bill, we begin in the usual place. How is life, sir? Is it grandiose and psychedelic? We are working on that. We are planning on the miracle. We are seeking shelter from the storm. We are listening to Electric on the Eel as we approach the days between in the summertime here. And we are working feverishly. We're doing everything we can to make it happen. We are trying to figure out the way to make the different world better, to take the challenges that we have and turn those into a privileged opportunity to find a new path forward and then to do what's never been done before. So other than that, everything is fantastic, and we're having a, a, a really solid run toward Fight for Humanity 2 brought back by popular demand. These are crazy, was, crazy I was, times. I was, I, I was listening and studying uh, Beethoven the other day, and there was a very poignant scene at the end of Hershey Felder's program. Beethoven was going to kill himself. 
at one point uh, in his 20s. Uh, as I was going to kill myself, uh, I'm going to say 12 years ago, 11, 12 years ago. And I didn't, but and, and, and Beethoven didn't either. And when he was asked at the end of his life why he didn't kill himself, because he had a, a, a lot of trouble, a lot of challenges, a terrible family life and a, a brutalizing father and all that kind of stuff. Anyway, he said that he realized that it wasn't time to leave until you've given everything that you have. And so I am here today on the Dan and Stugat show to give everything that I have. And we're using the platform of Bike for Humanity. Uh, we need a little and more. This- yes, thank you. Oh, I'm you sorry. It. I didn't yeah. mean to interrupt you. Please continue. And this time, we have changed the beneficiaries. Because it's a free event. It's free to sign up, free to participate. You go to bikeforhumanity.com, spell it all out. This time, we are focused on an organization, national organization, run by Brother Terry Esau. She's constantly shadowboxing the apocalypse, but he runs free bikes for kids. And what he does is he goes out and he collects all the bikes uh, that that nobody's using anymore, and he rehabs them, and then he gives them away to all the children who don't have a bike. And then we're also supporting No Kid Hungry. It is staggering. Guys, we are the richest country in the history of the world, and there is there is enough food. There are countless millions of children who do not know where their next meal is coming from and so we are that is unacceptable to us and so we're supporting no kid hungry also the rex foundation who for 37 years has been doing all kinds of fantastic work Stu guys can talk about the rex foundation and then the boys and girls club where literally everybody that i know that ever made it into the nba started in the boys and girls club and it's just a fantastic organization that provides the platform shelter from the storm and all the different things that allow people to build their lives to create their dreams and be a part of something special because we're about help hope community and service fight for humanity what does it mean to shadow box the apocalypse well you when you're up against it as we are right now you know we have five simultaneous simultaneous crises right now going on and and when it can seem overwhelming you have to find a way to move through it to move beyond it and to get to a better space. And so as we do shadow box the apocalypse up against it, uh, looking at COVID-19, the economic collapse, the social justice awakening, which is long overdue, and I'm in full support of that, and then the climate change and the species extinction threats that we're facing uh, uh, on a daily basis, which is continuing to get worse. And so we are working on all of these fronts on a constant basis. Dan, I've never been busier. I'm trying my best to not mistake activity for achievement and trying to be productive as can be and and try to do as much as I can to help ease the pain and, and, and lift the burden, lift the burden of the people who can't do anything out there because my health remains very good, very solid and strong. Our six children and 14 grandchildren are, are doing awesome out there. And ESPN is doing its job and with the with the bubble and with the baseball starting up and all the different live sports that are trying to make that world come back because that that is my world i live for the i live for the live events and just think of all the things that have been shut down live events are the first to go and the last to come back but we're working uh, feverishly and, and tirelessly on all of that stuff and critically important that you have to embrace the uncertainty. That's the nature of the entrepreneurial life that we've all chosen here, but also to understand that while this is going to take everything that we have and probably more, you cannot finish anything until we start. And so we're underway. Baseball is underway. Basketball is underway. Now we just have to keep making the constant adjustments that you make during the course of, of the battle. 
the battle to make things better. And that's the that's the fight that I want to be in, and I want to be on the right side of history. Bill was, uh, he was taking lyrics from a song called My Brother Esau, a great Grateful Dead song, and Bill weaved that into the conversation, shadowboxing the apocalypse. I'm wondering, Bill, there are a lot of uh, important things to address, and you are certainly addressing them and pitching in and doing your part, but live music and live musical events are such a big part of your life, especially in the summer, same for me, and I've seen you at Dead concerts. How are you? Uh, how are you moving here? How are you? How are you living here without live music? Because I know few people, Bill, where live music, concerts, gatherings mean more to them than they mean to you. So how are you? How are you proceeding here without having live music, live concerts in your life? All of that stuff is part of who I am. And I go to the concerts. There was supposed to be a Dead show in Michigan tonight. I would have been there. Been on to Chicago at Wrigley Field for the big weekend, as they always do, before going to Cleveland and Kershey, Pennsylvania, and then to New Jersey, Saratoga, Mm. Washington, D.C., and up to Boston, and just all these different places that we'd be going right now. But the reason I go, I, I go to learn, I go to be inspired, I go to be healed, I go to gain confidence, I go to be with my friends and family, and I go to learn. And so that's not happening right now. So I, I have learned over the course of my life, and I've learned this the hard way, I have to have music going in my life all the time. I, uh, while I do listen to and, 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 and love the sounds of nature, uh, the book that I'm just finishing up right now, The Overstory by Richard Power is an incredibly important and inspirational book about the fight, the fight to preserve the nature. Another incredible book, The World Without Us by Alan Weissman. But but I have to try to create that culture, the the world that I want to be in. All the NBA guys right now, they're down in that bubble. And so they're challenged with how to create the space that allows them to be productive, that allows them to be creative. And so one of the things that I do is I just always have the music going. And even when I'm practicing the drums, even when I'm practicing the piano. I'll have something else on that's just playing because you never know in your life where the light is going to come from. And you learn, you learn that once in a while you get shown the light in the strangest of places if you look at it right. Yes. And so, and so as we think about the ability to, to provide a free bike for a child, to, to, to get a meal for, for a kid who's hungry, to support the indigenous people who are fighting with everything they have just for their survival or the boys and girls club where they're able to create a place where people can go i'm the luckiest guy in the world a couple of songs that have been popping up today besides waiting for a miracle brother esau waiting for a miracle shelter from the storm and those two songs encapsulate just a lot of the things that we're working on and and, and the amazing thing about my shuffle my shuffle knows where i need to go Bikes for Humanity too. I gotta cut you off because we're out of time, unfortunately. Just Bill, I need a short answer to this because we are out of time. What is the best sound in nature? Mm. The best sound, according to Bill Walton, we only have a couple of seconds. One sound in nature. Silence. The sound of silence. I love Bill Walton. Give him something he loves right real quick. That was some silence for Bill Walton. Dan Lebetard, great form today. Bill Walton, Ramblin' for Humanity, Cashew Chicken Monuments, greatness. Speaking of greatness, Hawk and Crowder. Bro. Number one athlete in the class of 2021 commits to the Hurricanes. 
you, you should really be starting out today uh, firing off uh, Rocky like a hurricane. That's just my personal opinion. They're going to get into some sports and some silliness in about five minutes here on the Best of the Joe Show. Tether off, we're going to tether off the mother sucker. Tether off the sucker. Tether off, we're going to tether off the mother sucker. Tether off the sucker. Tether off, we're going to tether off the mother sucker. Welcome back to the Best of the Joe Show, running back some of the best audio you've heard on this radio station over the past 24 hours. I am Dan Day. Happy birthday. George Clinton, 79 years young. Let's get into some funk. George Clinton, P-Funk, All-Stars, Parliament, Funkadelic. We got the funk. Oh, yes, indeed. I bet you even though he's 79, George Clinton's doing it big today. Now, if you remember correctly, a couple of years back, George Clinton and P-Funk All-Stars were featured in a movie called PCU. Somebody also starring in that movie, David Spade, who's also having a birthday today. He is 56. That is the movie I got the Don't Be That Guy from. Remember Jeremy Piven, one of his friends wearing a George Clinton shirt. He's going to a George Clinton concert. Don't be that guy. Don't be that girl. Don't be the person that wears the band you're going to see his t-shirt to see the band. You can wear a different band's t-shirt. But it's just one of those unwritten rules. And if you didn't already know, you're welcome. If you already knew, well, you and I were on that same level. I'm on that level right now with this We Got the Funk from George Clinton. Always got a whole lot of rhythm going down with Hawk and Crowder Afternoons. Now here on 560 The Joe from 2 to 6. Enjoy. Listen. Love. If you missed, no worries. I got you right now. Heat exhibition. It's going to be cool, but... Why not open with a little something about the U? Plus, Bam and Nun are back. Sort of. Ambition game doesn't mean diddly do. Nice to have them out on the court tonight. I'm excited. Doesn't mean diddly do. How about you should have started with Rocky Like a Hurricane? I don't know if you read the headline from CBSSports.com. Miami football recruiting James Williams, the number one athlete in the class of 2021, commits to the Hurricanes. Number one athlete in the class of 2021 commits to the Hurricanes. You should really be starting out today uh, firing off uh, Rocky like a hurricane. That's just my personal opinion. I played against him last year. He was at Western <laughs> High School. The kid is, is a monster. A mon- Bro, he's, he's my size. <laughs> oh, my God. No, no God. lie. The, man, the man's 6'2". He's about 225 with abs. Like, this is a grown-ass man. He, he's oh, a, my he, God. He got he got kicked out of our game, but he is a grown man, even though he didn't play <laughs> the entire game. He got kicked out why? He got an anger hey, problem? He 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 has he he got to the sideline and cussed out our coaching staff. Cussed out your coaching staff. Yeah yeah yeah. He made a tackle on our sideline and went to cussing out our coaches and the refs heard him and he they kicked him out the game. That's my dude, dude. U M Swag, dude, dude. <laughs> That's my dude. Anyway, we got a lot of stuff to talk about today, so uh, we will be obviously talking about the Miami Heat. Did you watch the Marlins game at all last night? Did you did you put it on? I did for my son, and he lost interest, so I'm sure not watching it by myself. Yeah. Yeah. I, I turned it on. I missed like the first 
inning or so, and then I remembered that the game was on. I turned it on. I turned it on at the at the end because it, it was a surefire victory for the Marlins, and then they gave up seven runs in relief in the what was it the eighth or the seventh, and then uh, went on to give up the uh, the walk off in the last inning. But you know what? It, again, and people were all over you know uh, Twitter last night, like oh same old Marlins this that. I mean, come on, you're talking about <laughs> game one of the exhibition season. I understand the regular season starts Friday, but let's not uh, let's not worry too much about uh, what you saw. It was just nice to have baseball back on. It'll be nice to have basketball tonight. Tonight, so it's a scrimmage against the Kings, and the tip-off is 8 o'clock, but you got to give a little bit of love to the Hurricanes for signing these big-time recruits, right? I, I know, yeah. you know, it falls into what I'm saying about exhibition season. It doesn't matter diddly-doo. Uh, I know the signings, the transfer portal, any of that stuff commits transfer portal recruits doesn't mean diddly do until you get out on the field but there is something special going on in Coral Gables with Manny Diaz yes and we, we talk about it so much Hawk and we talk about oh is Manny the guy we hate Al Golden oh the swag of UM you want to say we're back let's strip down football and to be honest it's about talent on the field I don't give a damn about no swag or no coach if you have all Americans on your team your team's going to be pretty good and right. that's what UM's doing they're acquiring very talented talented young men. We'll see if they work out, but I'll tell you, at James, that he, the guy you picked up today, is a he's going to be a starter, and he's going to be a force in college football. So that's Very a positive. And let's excited. just keep moving forward. But it does matter now. People to say that the recruiting, you know, the the, um, oh, oh, you were fifth in recruiting this year and fourth. Like, that doesn't matter. It does matter. Look at look at look at those top 10 lists of recruits. The national champion is going to be in that top 10 every single right, year. Right. No, that's a valid point. That's a valid point. That doesn't mean that you're not going to have some high recruits that don't uh, flame out because it does happen. But yes, the, the, the consistently good top 10 teams are are always at the top of the recruiting classes. Hurricanes have done well via the transfer portal and now with recruiting. So uh, give mad props mm. to uh, Manny Diaz and Ed Reed there you go, and Ed Blake Reed. James. Let's <laughs> go. Go. All right, let's get headlines here with, uh, with Alejandro Solana before we move on. Yeah, guys, and Crowder, you know, we can be sure that that staff in Coral Gables is going to uh, get the most out of the nation's best athlete. They've really done a good job of that over the past decade uh, plus. So, yeah. Well, sure you know what You know what Solana's doing here? Yeah. You know what Solana's no, doing sure, here? I'm so sure, yeah. he, he saw that this James Williams decided to go to UM, and I saw him tweet last night. Interesting. I'm wondering why Butch Davis wasn't interested in him for FIU. <laughs> so I, I think uh, I think Solana's feeling a little bit of the heat. You know that 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 one time FIU victory over UM was this one time little aberration. <laughs> no, I mean I'm just questioning James. I'm questioning his decision. I mean, was he around in Miami last November? Like, does he know how that game went? Who controls South Florida now? Also, I trust Butch Davis, and if Coach Davis didn't want. James, <laughs> then, you know, he must not be a real culture guy. We're building Solana. something at FIU. There's a culture Solana. being built there. It's true. LSU and Alabama are fighting for the same athletes every year. Notre Dame and Ohio State, the same athletes every year. In your heart of hearts, you believe that UM and FIU are fighting <laughs> every year for the same athletes? I believe Butch Davis can get in the room with any recruit. <laughs> He wants to get in the room with. He's so Pat Riley-esque. You're going to just yell Butch Davis at the end of all my questions? I mean, Coach Butch Davis. Butch Davis, Pete Garcia, let's go. Don't get me started on old Pete. Uh, <laughs> all right. Regarding the heat, 
playing tonight. The first exhibition game, scrimmage game, it's at 8 p.m. Bam Adebayo, Kendrick Nunn. They joined the team in the bubble yesterday. I predicted that before the show or during the show yesterday. You ripped me for it. Turns out I was right. Just had to wait a couple hours. Uh, what but do you mean you predicted it? I told you that uh, just pass the ball to Kendrick Nunn. Everything's going to be okay. You told me Kendrick Nunn's not with the team, and we just had to wait a couple hours, and now we know. I, he I don't think it transpired team. that way, but I think I my know. point was you don't know if they're going to play. It's a fair point. It's a fair point. And right <laughs> I now mean, they, they can. They could be in and the right- bubble, but, I mean, there's janitors in the bubble too. Like there's – I mean, it's like it doesn't mean that they're playing. Ben Golliver is in the bubble. Ben Golliver is in the bubble. Can they just walk back in the bubble and go play? Don't no. they have to do something? Yeah. Have the number yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. They've got to quarantine and return two negative COVID-19 tests at least 24 hours apart upon arrival before beginning team activities. Like Russell Westbrook, remember he rejoined or he entered the bubble two days ago. Today, officially, he has rejoined the Houston Rockets uh, practices. So, yeah, they've, they've got to wait at least – uh, 36 hours, get two negative COVID tests. So we're looking at a hopeful Friday return for these guys. So they're not we'll going to throw Kendrick Nunn the ball tonight. Yeah, yeah. I, we'll ask Anthony Chang. <laughs> Anthony Chang from the Miami Herald is going to join us in five or ten minutes. We'll ask him. I, I can't even understand what Solana's saying. Did you just compare Kendrick Nunn to Russell Westbrook? He, he did. He did. I mean, Kendrick Nunn having weighed rookie numbers. Uh, we're oh, going to ignore that? We're going to ignore that. Out loud. You have come out of the box. For, I mean, this eight minutes has been something spectacular out of you. I'm on, whatever, I'm on, I'm on whatever Todd Hollinsworth had before yesterday. <laughs> Man, Todd Hollinsworth. He, listen, it's exhibition for everybody. Todd Hollinsworth is going to join us Friday, by the way. Oh. Let's get to his uh, his wild prediction before yesterday's broadcast. We may you not remember it? who wins the ERA title in 2020 because it's a 60-game season, but we will definitely remember who wins the World Series, and I do believe the Marlins have a legitimate shot at it. Mm, Urania. Baloop. Baloop. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean, listen, anybody should be excited about uh, about their season. You know, they work for the team. and but, uh, You know what this is? This is Frank Vogel going on this uh, LeBron should be the MVP, uh, you know, train he jumped on. You're his coach. What are you supposed to say? No, he's okay. No, he's but LeBron should be the MVP. The <laughs> Marlins have zero chance of winning the World Series. What, what, Todd Hollinsworth all also had a home run call yesterday. Did anybody hear this? He called one of the home runs a COVID. What was it? It's such an awkward nickname that he gave it. I got a. I saw it on Twitter. I was like, "What are you doing, Holly?" <laughs> what? Yeah. He called it a COVID clout. <laughs> it was a home run, and he's like, "That was a COVID clout right yeah, there." I like it. Yeah. What? Yeah. Why not? Like, no, that's something that I would that, that, that I would consider giving the DVJ, and then I would go, "Nah, don't get him in trouble." <laughs> you can't throw COVID that's right. taking thousands of lives into right. a baseball call. Right. Come on right. now. So we'll but we're, we'll grill him on Friday. Todd Hollinsworth. I'm going to be pleasant. Us. You know, I'm nice to guests. I'm not going <laughs> to grill anybody. We got to hey, get him. Great call. Great call. We got to <laughs> get him to say, "Why not us?" We can definitely get him to say, "Why not us?" Right. At least. Oh, one. he's going to double down on his opinion. Why not? Right. Why not us? Why not the Marlins? I mean, did you see? Games are gonna start. Did you see the first eight innings yesterday? I mean, that team looked stellar. Yeah, they did. Up until they didn't. The Dolphins. <laughs> you know they play nine innings, right? You know they don't just stop at eight. There's nine. The Dolphins. They agreed to a deal with uh, number 39 overall pick Robert Hunt, four years, eight million dollars, which means all 2020 Dolphins draft picks are officially signed. That's not too shabby, huh? For uh, So what round did he go in, the second round? Second round. Second round, four yeah, years, eight million. Bad. It's not bad, right?
That's a lot of money, yeah. Because yeah. back when I was coming out, third round was third round was like three million over four seasons. Four years, yeah. Wow. Four years, wow. yeah. Four years, like yeah, a little bit under three million. So to have eight in the second round, yeah, you can tell that salary cap's going up. Finally, guys, why didn't they? Why didn't they give me all that money? <laughs> well, then you wouldn't have been with me. I probably still would have, you know. <laughs> I like to put my money away. We well, you know. Paul found the top traits of a modern man are doing your fair share of the cleaning at home, talking about your feelings, openly discussing mental health, and being a good listener. Yeah, mental health, by the way. Did you see uh, Kanye? He kind of he kind of lost it again, and then uh, Kim Kardashian released a statement. And uh, what's happening there? Boy, it's crazy, and he married a crazy, <laughs> and that's what crazy happens. I'm bipolar. Openly, I, bipolar. I openly talk. Look, I'm, I'm openly talking right now about mental health. <laughs> the dude is crazy. You're a Bingo. modern man. There I'm a modern go. man. All right. Two modern men right there being modern. Hawk and Crowder now from 2 to 6 right here on 560 The Joe. Love hanging out with those guys every afternoon. Invite you to do the same. Also, pretty, 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 pretty smart. Speaking of being a pretty smart guy, it is Alex Trebek's 80th birthday. But Alex Trebek, even though he's very prim, very proper, he's got a wild side. Champ, where do we start? I live in Bed-Stuy. Let's go rap for 800. He's known for turn down for what, as well as Dave Chappelle's impression of him. Yeah! How was mine? Close? EJ? Who's Lil John? Lil John. Yep, I got him dead on. <laughs> kind of reminds me of a DBJ call. You know, we give him the crazy calls during the game. Joe Zagaki straight down the middle, then DBJ also. Yeah! Can't wait for football season to come back. And the U landing a five-star recruit today. Oh, even more excitement if there is to be a season. And trust me, if there is to be a season, you will hear pre-games, post-games, all the games right here on 560 The Joe. want to remind you, if you did miss anything, plenty of podcasts to download, including the ones for this show, wherever you get your podcasts for all absolutely free, the radio.com app, or you can go to our website, wqam.com. Got any questions? Hit me up. At Dan Day Radio on social media, especially on Twitter. I'll get you taken care of. We'll even take a walk into the day spa. Till next time, which is tomorrow night, 6 o'clock. This is the best of the Joe Show. Later, slug. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com.